Hey everyone, welcome back to Little Root Lessons. Uh, as you can see, Carter is not here today. Again, he had a small family emergency, so I am joined by Ro and Poppy. What's up, guys? Long time no see. Hey. I feel like it's like only been a month <laughs> since we last did this. Hey. You, What's you, up? you saw me last week. I'm about to say, I saw Ro last week, but uh, Poppy, we saw... That was just... in uh, January. So yeah, so a little bit over a month. Not quite as long. But... Yes. uh I hope you all are ready to talk Regulation C, because that's what we're talking today. Have you played any yet, or have you guys just been out of the loop like I am? I played a slight bit a couple weeks ago, just to... I'm really on the uh, Wuxing train. Yeah. I want to make it work, so I've been trying to make teams with Wuxing. I feel like that's what a lot of people are doing. It's been kind of miserable, but... (laughs) That's the thing. It seems good. <laughs> it's just there's you okay, so like when any reg like new series or as they're calling it out, regulation comes out, everything's kinda hyper offensive. Mm-hmm. So you have to kinda call when you want to bring in Mo Shane to matchups like attack heavy matchups if it's like Shane Pao and Dragon Knight, which is we already knew was gonna be a like really yeah. common common core. It's great. But then you have to deal with uh Chi Yu and Fluttermane combos and it's just like if you don't have a way to deal with that on your team, then it's kinda hard to maneuver with. Yeah. Something that just nerves. Uh, just physical. put Ting Lu next to your Wu Qian. You're good. Doom, boom, done. <laughs> but then I wish it was that well, also, you're playing more passive that way, you know? Because I did try putting on Ting Lu, and it was just. It dishes out damage, but it doesn't dish out enough to justify having both out at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah. Quick fissure. Click Fissure. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that that's a serious comp right now. Oh, yeah. Shows yeah. Where we're at. Like, um, that wasn't a joke. It's not unironic anymore. It's going to be... No, it's not. It'll be, it'll be a staple. Oh, yeah. Like, like that'll, that'll be what Ting Lu do probably as we get into Regulation C for sure. It's just unfortunate yeah. for Chien that it's weak to both of the hyper-offensive ruin us pokemon right like you right. have to terra if you see one of those two just so you just don't get bopped uh, it's, it's right. kind of unfortunate for wochi and where ting lu ting lu only has to really worry about chen pao but we're like bulky enough that it kind of doesn't matter uh wochi just gets eaten alive most of the time yeah right oh, i agree um also to answer your question um i have not really played any regulation c um i've been in the missa Last year was a goal of mine to ladder the Master Ball every single month, and I did that a whopping zero times. So this this year, I'm actually taking it seriously, and I told myself I was not going to la- I was not going to even touch Regulation C until I hit Master Ball on Cart. I finally did that. I want to say it was like Wednesday or Thursday night, um, but it's just with the weekend and everything, I haven't been able to really look at stuff. Uh, the only work i've done in regulation c is helping out chris um with his team that he will he plans on bringing to uh the invitational ah 
I know the invita- we moved the Invitational back to April 8th. Fort Wayne technically is Regulation C, if I remember correctly, which that's super exciting. I love release weekends, seeing all the cool teams, because when no one has the meta figured out, all the cool stuff can come out still. Um, I also have been working on... Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. But honestly, like the meta is kind of established because I mean, you remember back when um, uh, Showdown released our, Battle our Stadiums pre-series, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pre-series. <laughs> so it's like we kind of know what might be coming, like Shane Pao and Dean, uh, Dragon Knight, and then Fluttermane and Shiyu. Yeah, are the com- the combinations we saw a lot. So that might be that might be kind of indicative, but. I'm going off on just what might be. Yeah. Uh, I also think another interesting thing is just like from that point to this point, there were certain Pokemon that we now know are really, really strong. Um, mouse Support Mousehold, Goldengo, um, even like the Wokshin that we were just talking about. Wokshin was viewed in Series 0 as a D-tier Pokemon, and now it's, I'd say, more so in an A-tier um, mm-hmm. So I think that's the other thing, and there were other Pokemon like, um, like Azure Tinglu wasn't really a thing. There's adaptions there. Um, Glamora was not even viewed as a serious Pokemon, and right now, at least, we're even seeing it in Series Two with the uh, the Glamora Dendozo teams that can use Glamora's poison to stall out games and steal wins or make it easier for Dendozo to pick up more KOs, those poison stall teams are now being transferred. Maybe it's not Dendozo with Glamora, like King Luo Chien and that support, support mouse hold where you're just completely negating any damage your opponent does and just piling on massive amounts of poison damage and just winning war of attrition yeah so i think that'll be the other interesting thing when we do get to fort wayne i still yeah. think chien pao dragonite is probably going to win fort wayne just because of how strong it is it's a hard duo to crack unless your whole team is dedicated to being able to beat it yeah because dragonite was already really good and now it's i thought yeah better. like dragonite has become an all-star in the past two series or regulations or whatever you want to call them and the fact that it now gets its buddy and jian pao to just kind of run people over means it's just going to be worse trying to deal with it yeah it's that 27 year glow up uh, shout out to all <laughs> the old heads playing bgc yeah right everybody loves dragonite now yeah I haven't really I... touched Regulation C at all. I've been doing stuff for the deep dives, and I was working on Bower Dad's like team building challenge for Team Lou, but I hit Mastering Unite, so I, I did something with my time at least. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. Got <laughs> all the rust shaking off. Yeah. Um, I've been playing a lot of Gudra and Unite. That's been that's been my go to right now. Is just I'm gonna just play Gudra if they let me and. We just kind of just walk into team fights and become this unkillable monster, and that's just kind of what Unite is right now: is these giant death ball fights that are hard to navigate but fun to play in. Right. I mean, the Pokemon that uh, Carter forgot was in. <laughs> forgot was in the game, <laughs> even, even though he was the team featuring it. I know, right? <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta Carter call Carter would. out. Like we call him out like every couple days or so. For forgetting about Gudra. 
dad's favorite Pokemon just forgotten. I need to get dad to play Unite with me now that Gudra's out. Yeah, I think he might, actually. He might. Okay. So, we've talked a little bit about all the ruinous Pokemon. Um, thoughts on all of them. They're all playable in some capacity for the most part. Wochian probably being the least playable of the bunch, unfortunately. Yeah. But my my personal pick for best Pokemon is Tinglu. I think Tinglu is probably the most set up to, for success in terms of ruinous. Uh, just because you have that ground coverage that's very, very good. You have dark coverage, which is decent. Um, lowering special attack is something we don't get easy access to, so being able to have that on a Pokemon that just is there is good. So... That's my vote. That's my current front runner vote for best ruinous Pokemon. I agree mean, for, for me, all those reasons. Um, for me, it's a little different. I like Chain Power a lot, just because. Not so much to you, because um. What is it? Fluttermane is great. I love Fluttermane. I've used it on a lot of my series two teams, and mainly on Hug. I used it in Knoxville. It's a great Pokemon. It's just a lot of things like Snarl and just nerfing your own special defense. That's the only thing that Fluttermane's got in spades. Mm -hmm. Just speed, special defense, special attack. Kind of feels bad because then you kind of comes down to a speed tie on the mirror. Yeah. And with um, Shame Pal. At least it has a plethora of like bulkier attackers to like mess with, mess around with. Like Dragonite, Drake Tusk. It's not super bulky, but it's Palafin. good enough. Yeah, Palafin. It's got a lot of things it can like kind of build around. And usually those don't do so bad. Because I've been running bulky balance stuff. For the rest of series two, just to stay kind of sharp going into series or regulation C, and uh, like those mods can take a lot of damage, even on the special side. So it's like she used fine if it's next to Fluttermane. There's not as much special attackers that don't suffer from being super super frail, being just yeah. glass cannons. As opposed to the physical attackers that are much more bulky. I think the Chain Power is my Chain Power is like my front runner for first place best runners. I honestly think the Chiu team that is the most interesting. It was like an early Sunroom look. I think Neil VGC talked about it for a little, and it was with Sunroom with Chiu, um, and it featured. Um, for Ephorigarath as its tail as its uh, trick room setter, but also being able to sit there, stop the priority moves, which is the big calling card of the GM Pow physical hyper offense teams, and having Chiyu support by debuffing the spe the special defense to make your um your terror normal hyper voices hit really strong. Like, that was something that I might play around with. Um, the team I actually hit Master Ball with was a Sunroom team built by Conkledonk. I finally was able to play a Sun team without my brain melting. Um, 
as a, as as I mean punny as it is, no. Usually when I slapped a Torkoal on my team, I forgot what a Pokemon was, and so for me to be able to go and take like a pretty decent Sunroom team and pile it to mat like win game enough games to get to Master Ball, uh, was 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 a a, a growth moment for me. Yeah. I think I think Chiyu's struggles from the fact that it's very one-dimensional compared to most of the other Ruinous Pokemon. It is. Um, I know Chien Pao has decent coverage. Ting Lu has some decent coverage. Uh, when I did the Chiyu deep dive, I was going through and I was like, wow, we really are only just like fire and dark and a ghost type move. Unless you want to play yeah, Psychic. Like, <laughs> I think Chien Pao gets um, Icy Wind too. Yeah, Chen Pao's got speed control utility. I think it's got Sacred Sword for yeah, decent coverage. Cascades, like, Dendozo. Like, Chen Pao's got a lot, lot. of tools. <laughs> does. Yeah. Uh, Ting Lu's got just as many, like have, being able to access the things like uh, Body Press and Heavy Slam. Um, you have access to Snarl, which is very, very powerful. So there's a lot that Ting Lu and Chen Pao offer Regulation C, where kind of Wochian and Chiu kind of feel very one facet kind of a Pokemon. It's like Wochian's this stall grass type and then Chiu's this fire special attacker and that's pretty much all they get to do. <laughs> no, you did say, oh, if you want to play Psychic on Chiu and um, so five, well, three of the five Pokemon I picked for our exercise are weak to Psychic. So um, <laughs> if, if, if my predictions are like leaning right or predictions of people i i speak with uh then actually psychic might be a good a decent call for uh for chiyu i don't think psychic's ever the right call for any pokemon unless you are a psychic <laughs> type to start with so do you want to you guys yeah. want to hop into this let's exercise? talk about some some regulation c glow-ups here i know i picked three uh only one of them is weak to psychic yeah i picked three as well I yeah I I said I have I was initially picked three I I then asked back and I said give me uh, more <laughs> I was like right well so the first one they told me was Palafin and which is true I think Palafin actually will be even better in Regulation C than Series Two but Palafin already won like three majors what, Palafin's been good since when the start of the game exactly right. so like I, that's why I was like looking at some and I had like and then they gave me uh, a few that I really liked including one that. Um, Chris and I worked with uh, earlier on that I think we just might not be smart enough to be the people to figure this one out. Um, so, who wants to go first? Not it. And I can go first. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the pod too much. Man, you go first. <laughs> uh, Alright, so, looking at Showdown, I picked, um, my first is Glade. Just because of, um, Sharpness, I think, is pretty good, and so is Justified, compared from, like, not compared, but um, considering that the Ruin Mons are all dark. Yeah. You have Ruination, which is going to be a really big move that they're all going to carry, just to, it's just Super Fang, and it has the opposing Pokemon's HP value, or whatever it's at. And um, so I think if you switch in with like, like Justified and give um, Delayed that stage get that, one on Get attack, that boost, yeah. Yeah, get that boost. Or like a lot of them may be carrying Snarl just to be more 
like say Chiyu will have it into the same like mirror just to kind of hamper yeah during that that mirror excuse mirror match and um so yeah I think Justified is great sharpness is going to be sharpness you know because yeah. almost all almost all of Blade's moves are like cutting moves yeah, they they yeah. all they are all almost get boosted by sharpness. I think pretty much all. Right. So, why not like run sharpness and you you get sacred sword, you get psycho cut, you get leaf blade, you get air cutter, you get like or no ear slash. Sharpness essentially is just a free choice band, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, it's five. just a free choice band. Yeah. Yeah. And um. Moves. Right. And it gets a lot, it gets a stunning amount of, like, high critical chance moves, which is kind of sick. Um, so I think it'll hit into a lot of them, even if they Terra for, like, massive damage. And granted, I think, I think it's neutral damage from, uh, Justified will be neutral. Yeah, it's neutral. Yeah, Justified will be neutral, yeah. Right, it'll be neutral damage, so it's not like losing out to them, except for maybe Fluttermane hitting it with What's Shadow like Ball yeah. or Dazzling Gleam or something, or like fairy type moves or it getting burned. But even if it gets burned, it still gets like the moves that give it a high critical chance. Just ignores the burn at that point. Exactly. So it's like it does. It won't suffer so much from a. And I, I think it'll, like, you guys said, glow up really well. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. And um, do you want to just do one one Pokemon each and then move on? Or do you, you can do that. I'm going to explain all three. Okay. We can do one and go keep going around. Alrighty. So that's my first. And hopefully I'm right. I, I yeah, personally I... really like Glade. I do as well just going by sharpness the local i played at last weekend my first round opponent did have a sharpness glade and it's one of those pokemon where it's like oh how hard can it really hit and then my multi-scale dragonite is just getting bopped and i'm like oh no yeah right like i said it's essentially a choice band it is it was hitting i think i can't remember what item my opponent had i think he no, he didn't have scope lens. I was, but he did have two or three moves that had that critical hit rate. Where if he did throw like a scope lens on there, it ju- it would have been just absolutely awful to deal with. And, and Glade's oh. got sick utility too, with its own Will O' Wisp and Wide Guard and things like that. Trick so, room, trick room. So Glade definitely could be one of those Pokemon that just kind of sneaks into this format, just being able to hit. All the ruinous Pokemon for super effective damage. Um, poor Wo Chien's favorite Terra type is Poison right now, and still isn't safe in front of Gallade. Um, <laughs> and so it'll be interesting to see Gallade's uh, positioning in the, the next format, especially since it has access to that wide guard, which I think will become more prevalent as we get on into that regulation. Ro, what's so your first we... Pokemon? You got five so of my... these suckers. So I was going to say, we don't have to go through all five. I just had them just in case we had overlaps. <laughs> um, my first Pokemon is a Pokemon that is like 
used decently, but sort of fell off a little in uh, Series 2, and that is Annihilate. Um, so a lot of the re same reasons, uh, I think fighting typing is going to be very good because all four ruined Pokemon are going to be used a lot. And then some of the non-ruined Pokemon, such as Dragonite, they're Dragonite's really going to like going into Terra Normal now instead mm. of the Terra Flying that it's been playing. Even Arcanine's going to start using Terra Normal more. We're going to see more offensive Arcanines. Um use with that terra normal you know, extreme speed so having uh defiant with a fighting typing is huge um annihilate is a pokemon that is really good at playing these slow games i know earlier on we were talking about how the format's going to develop i think that at least at the start the two more interesting pokemon to build teams around are the defensively minded ruins uh ting lu and wo Qian. I think that Chiyu is a very one-dimensional Pokemon, and in the grand scheme of things, uh, Chen Pao hyper-offense is really just that like physical hyper-offense. Maybe you can go a more balanced route. Like You could do a Chen Pao Ting Lu like, balanced physical hyper-offense, but still, it's, these slower games are really good for Annihilate. It's a Pokemon that just loves to sit there, hit things, take hits, and then hit it back even harder. And Drain Punch being able to threaten every single one of the Ruin Pokemon is just absolutely massive. Um, I think that you're going to see Terra Fire on it to ignore burns, or even Terra Poison as a way to counteract uh, the Poison Stall that I was talking about earlier, the uh, Glamora Double Ruin teams, or even the Glamora Dozo teams. Um, so yeah, I think Annihilate's going to go from like a Pokemon that's currently been maybe just outside the top 20 in usage, I think that like Fort Wayne, we're going to see a top 12 usage. That's a, that's a ballsy call there. I don't, I, I personally yeah. don't think Annihilate's going to be able to be all that great in terms of fighting types. Um, mainly just because what it does now isn't a fighting type job, it's just more of a ghost type job. Yeah. The fact that your signature move is resisted by all of the uh, all the ruinous Pokemon is a little bit worrisome. Um, and the fact that none of their abilities trigger Defiant is also a big thing. Okay. I well, I think what you just said though, your force if with them, not they resist um, they resist the uh, Rage Fist, but they're also weak to the Drain Punch. And so if they don't want to be hit hard by the Drain Punch, you force them into a Terra where maybe you aren't getting the super effective ghost damage, but now you're getting neutral damage Rage Fist. And we all know that once an Annihilate has taken a hit or two, even those neutral Rage Fists, especially if you've gotten the bulk up off beforehand, are able to do a lot of damage into these Pokemon. Um, I, I just think it's... And it's been waiting for a slower meta, and I think that Regulation C is, is going to be a slower meta uh contrary to the special event we had and had uh this mo like well today where you had three games and a best of three all go to time this is a fast moving for uh format and that's made it difficult for an Ilape to really do what it wants to do um but i think that just at least at the start regulation c is going to be like the format for an Ilape to do its thing I'll tell you right now, Annihilate 252 okay. Adamant 
uh, doesn't even two hit KO Ting Lu with Drain Punch. I, I don't. I mean, I'm gonna piggyback on Angelo, but um, I think he's right. Like, you're gonna force the Sarah, even though I don't. It doesn't take super effective damage from either of them. Either of the Ruin Mons. Uh, it threatens him pretty well with Drain Punch, and you don't even have to run Drain Punch. You can run Close Combat, and it'll be the same thing. But, like, I think he's right. Like, it... Maybe Ting Lu threatens it if it tears into fire, because Ting Lu is ground-type. So, like, we gotta be mindful of that. But yeah. I think I think it's it's fair to say... Like you said earlier, Carl, like a lot of fighting types are going to see a huge, like, resurgence. If yeah. not, if not that, like, fighting coverage is going to be huge. So, like, I, 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 I can agree with Rolier Angelo. Ting Lu is the one you're going to have to be scared of for the most part. And that's the one I'm worried yeah. about the most for most people is being able to hit this thing. Uh, Drain Punch is a guaranteed 3-hit KO. Yeah. Like, Even then, like, like you, there is no roll for the 2-hit KO. I don't think you're using Annihilate to just be like, hey, this is going to KO everything on this team. This is just going to chip enough. Because once Ting Lu's chipped enough, it's in range of literally anything else. So, yeah. like... I think, and it doesn't do anything to it, really, besides threaten stopping tantrums, and um, what is it? Uh, Ruination's the scary. Lower, one. yeah. Ruination, Ruination is the scary one. Ruination but, is very scary. It's gonna yeah, be that's, very that's scary. That's the one that's scary for a in general. But it doesn't like cut its attack. It cuts its special attack, which yeah, who so... cares? It's annihilate. So. I don't know. We will see. No, knowing, my luck, knowing my luck at Fort Wayne, it's going to be 13th in usage. Because, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, predict, predictions. I was almost right about my movie prediction. It was just a Netflix TV show, because <laughs> not even I can guess that. Um, but I was in the general vicinity. Yeah. yeah. Moving on, what is your first Pokemon? Uh, uh, my first Pokemon is also a fighting type. I picked Breloom. That is one of the Pokemon that's on my list. <laughs> See, so, this is why I got enough together. The, the immediate thought is Technician Mock Punch. Because they are oh, yeah. all Dark-type, it forces a Terra, or they're going to take a significant amount of damage from Breloom. Um, that, and we still have access to Spore. We're still, like, f we're a fairly fast sleep Pokemon uh, with base so, 70. 252 Jolly gets you at 134. So. That's fairly fast. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're. It is. I'm just going through. I mean, comparing it to. Oh, you're, you're slow. I, I, I sometimes I forget how fast Annihilate is with base 90, which is just nuts. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, base 70. It, it is a fast enough speed tier for that um speed investment and yeah you you are the fastest well you're the practically the fastest sporer uh toad scroll i about to say toad scroll beats you. everybody but toad scroll's ability makes, makes it, it go last 
Um, I, I do think Breloom's going to be good. You can play Technician, you can play Toxic Heal, um, or Poison Heal, whatever it is. Yeah, Poison Heal. Like, either of those abilities are probably fine. Um, Breloom was also one of my favorite Pokemon in the BDSP format. Uh, being able to kind of just sit there and be very, very annoying. Um, we saw a lot of loaded dice, bullet seed, uh, brute bonnet. That could be something we see here because we do have access to technician with that bullet seed, with that loaded dice. If you can guarantee that you're going to live a, a couple of hits, you might be able to pick up some significant KOs with those bullet seed boosts. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Also, our, our coverage is insane um, because we are a grass and a fighting type. Uh, we have all the elemental punches that we could ever want. That being like that being specifically Thunder Punch because that's the only one we really want. <laughs> uh, we have access to Rock Slide and Rock Tomb and Stone Edge. Uh, we have access to Poison Jab. We have access to Low Kick and Mock Punch, Gunk Shot, uh, Seed Bomb, Close Combat, Bulldoze, Aerial Ace, um, and if you like want utility of access to things like charm, um, faint, uh, obviously protect and all that jazz. You also have access to toxic, which is something that may or may not be usable when it comes time to looking at more stally things like the Wochien and other Pokemon of that nature. One thing that is a little bit of a disappointment, I just looked it up, um, if you run max speed with Scarf, you still don't outspeed um, Timid Bundle, Chien Pao, or Timid Bundle and Flutter, or like Jolly Chien Pao. You're just a few points of speed behind. I was thinking like being able to even just be a Scarf Mon and just put out super fast spores immediately. Um, that is something that would be really great to uh, put out as well. The best part is, is you just hit them with Mach Punch and they go down. Either that or they yeah. Terra. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I'm about to say... I do uh, like Breloom's cool. Yeah, Breloom, Breloom is... I think like Terra Steel Breloom might end up being super duper popular just because it removes your Psychic Weakness, removes your Flying Weakness. Um, you're, you would naturally be resistant to ground, so you wouldn't have to worry about people focusing ground type attacks into you before you Terra. Things like that can be very, 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 very good for Breloom. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That brings us back to Poppy. Okay. Um, it's going to be more of the same. Uh, <laughs> I picked Iron Valiant. Ooh, okay. So um, I, I have a lot of thoughts just... on Iron Valiant. We already said our, all of our thoughts on Vi. If you want to hear our thoughts on Iron Valley and go back to the episode the three of us did a, <laughs> yeah. few, months, a few months ago. <laughs> and I will yeah. repeat them all again here. <laughs> I, I, will, I, I am more open to Iron Valiant than I was in January. And I'm yeah. willing to listen to be even more open to it right now. So, it gets everything Gardevoir and Gallade get mm -hmm. with like just move coverage. And utility, it's like wide guard, um, skill swap for some reason. Yeah, which is weird, right? Yeah, which is a little weird. But um, gets trick room, gets thunder wave. It gets um, let me see. I'm looking at it here. It gets faint. 
It gets Endure. It gets Thunderpunk. It gets Icy Wound. It just gets a lot of things that you'd want out of any offensive mod, except for it's not very bulky. Yeah. And that I think that was our problem with it in, um, in January, was that it's a very frail attacker and you don't know what to do with it. But just like I thought in January, it's a great mixed attacker. It doesn't care about Tingaloo. I don't think it cares about any of them nerfing anything of it or nerfing the rest of the mons. Because uh, it not their uh, ruin abilities affect their partner mons as well. So you're not getting the negative effects because you could do whatever you want with it. It just becomes frailer, really. And then you just put a focus sash on it or something. Or something that'll make it kind of survive that hit, which I think is going to be pretty hard. But oh, you said it right. It's a focus sash. Yeah, it's just your, a focus your, sash. Your best valiant yeah. is not is is not living anything yeah. still. Your best valiant right. is still so, probably going to be sash. So like at two fifty two attack, or just a mixed attack. Um, it just I think it's going to hit everything. All of those ruin mines very hard. And the very worst quality of it is that it's frail. But yeah. it's not going to care. It's really not going to care about those nerfs. Because if you give me Ting Lu, okay, let me hit... Uh, let me see. Is it Sacred Sword? <laughs> no, it gets... Um... It's a Drain Punch, Close Combat... Um... I brick think it break. has Brick Break as well. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just hit those moves. Or if you're going to bring out O'Shane, okay, let me hit Moon Blast then. Or, uh, please, does it get Focus Blast? Uh, you it get... gets Focus Blast as well. I think, don't you get, do you get Aura Sphere? You do. You do get Aura so, Sphere. So just use well. Aura Sphere. Yeah. It just use Aura Sphere. I like. I think special though. attacking Iron Valiant might actually be better than the physical yeah. one, just because Ting Lu's the Pokemon you're not looking to check. It's the other three, right? That yeah, but you're always gonna kind of. It's open team sheet, so there's no really big yeah. guessing game. But like, you're still gonna have like a problem guessing which move is it gonna hit me with, which Ruin Mon do I put in here to kind of get the best advantage out of getting it to not hit me as hard. Because mm -hmm. it's a mixed attacker. So, like, that's... So, I, I think Iron Valley is going to be good. It's, like, it's going to be good. One of the it's fun gonna parts about it's gonna be good. Valiant is it outspeeds all of them, all the Ruinous Pokemon but Chien Pao. That's the only one you don't outspeed. Mm. Um... So it'll be interesting, like, you could play, like, a Choice Scarf variant of Valiant, and then you will outspeed Chan Pao, and you will pick up the KO against Chan Pao. <laughs> Unless well, they, you. like, well, you resist yeah, the Sucker just, Punch. Yeah. 
Like you resist you four of... times resist that sucker punch. Well, yeah, I just oh my god, I for some reason I was thinking it was a psychic type. Wow. Never yeah, you four you fight. four time resist that sucker punch. I, I for some reason it's like it's, yeah. It, yeah, I I I completely messed up the That that, yeah, that okay, choice that band sucker sense. punch is 20 to 24%. That is nothing. <laughs> Into kind of... and, and you're literally picking a move, whether it's or again or a spear, moon blast, break, spirit break, and just you you just blow it up. It. You just blow it up. Yeah, yeah. I think no, like a, a special attacking Terra Fairy Iron Valiant playing aura sphere, moon blast, and spirit break, or close combat like playing that mixed attacker will probably be actually decent. Again, I'm way more open to it than I was before. I don't think I'll ever use it, um, but I can see. I know that it got some play in a few of the regionals uh, recently, and I was able to watch again better players than myself um, pilot this Pokemon. And mm -hmm. so I, I, I was picking up what they were putting down. Again, it's <laughs> not something that I was like, yes, I want to use this. <laughs> yeah. But it made me, it made me appreciate the Pokemon more. Um, yeah. It's a good one. I think it's a good one. So right. my next—I was going to say my next Pokemon is also a fairy. It is um, my favorite Pokemon, or one of my favorite Pokemon's. It's Mimikyu. Oh. So um, the fairy typing again. Everything we're going to talk about is going to revolve around the ruins yeah. or dark types. And so, just again, being a fairy type is amazing. Uh, you can run more physical sets. Pair it with. Uh, Champow, uh, have it next, like run like a mat, like a life orb set, set it next to Champow, and Shadow Sneak the Flutter main before it becomes an issue. And there, there's one thing solved. Um, but one of the key moves, it's key utility moves that I think is going to be a big part of. Uh, one moment. So again, I think the meta is going to be going slower, and I do think that Curse is going to again turn into a move that's going to be really great. It's going to stop Pokemon like Tinglu and Wochian, more so Wochian than Tinglu, who really enjoy sitting there and stalling things out. Um, when you put hit them with a Curse, you're putting them on a counter as well. And what's really nice with Curse and Mimikyu is that when you're not Terrored, you're using Curse, uh, losing your HP, and setting that curse up. You get to be a ghost um, type, essentially. You, you, to, you yeah. curse the ghost, and then you but can tear away. Yeah, you can tear away and use it. Like, let's just say your curse, your curse trick room, uh, curse trick room play rough and a shadow sneak. And all of a sudden, your curse now turns into, if you tear a fairy, or, or really tear it to anything that's not ghost, your curse turns into a move that is a boosting move to make you not only uh, bulkier and hitting harder, but for your trick room, once you're in trick room, you're faster. Uh, so it really does a lot there. Um, no, I think Mimikyu is going to be seen as a, as a premier trick room setter. For the Trick Room teams, it's going to be uh, Mimikyu and, again, like, Furgiraffe, which we talked about earlier, uh, mainly because Furgiraffe can stop the priority moves from coming in to make it safer for it to set up Trick Room. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to see a lot of, uh, I think we're going to see a lot more Mimikyu than we have in the 
previous series, uh, Sans early series one when it did win a major. Yeah. Mimikyu, <laughs> obviously one of the strongest trick room setters Pokemon has, being able to essentially be two hit KO proof because you have access to that disguise. Um, it could be very hard for people to just blow you up and then stop whatever you're trying to do. So Mimikyu definitely will be see more play, especially as these formats grow in power. That's kind of where you start to see more Mimikyu and more of these other Pokemon that are a little more uh, geared towards higher powered formats. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, the lower powered formats, you see a lot more exploration, a lot more innovation and things like that. And as we get into these higher powered formats, things like Mimikyu start to come back to the top because they're just really strong Pokemon. My next Pokemon is also a fairy type. Look at that. Uh, I picked a Zumarill. I also had this Pokemon on my list, so <laughs> crossing you off. What's it this, is, this is why I needed to get five, six Pokemon, because <laughs> you copied off me. Sure. Uh, a Zumarill, obviously, Water Fairy means it, it has a decent matchup into all of the Ruinous Pokemon in some shape or fashion. Um Chiyu obviously being that fire dark means it's not weak to fairy, but then it has to worry about all the water type attacks going into you. Uh, huge powers, very good ability. Um, you have access to priority Aqua Jet, so you can kind of hit things before they hit you. Or you can play like a belly drum redirection set with like Volcarona or other some follow me rage powder thing. Even the support mouse hold and do all that stuff there. Um, I like a lot of what Azumarill has to offer. We saw it a little bit in Series 1 as like just this bulky water check. And I think we're going to probably see it do something similar into this format. Especially being able to force Ting Lu away from maybe just like a strict ground terror type with its water type coverage. Which that'll be interesting to see. But other than that, there's not a whole lot to explain about Azumarill. It's it's huge yeah. power. It's a huge power stick. That's, that's all it does. I think with Azumarill, it's um, going to be a gr- another great water part, water type partner for Gem Pow if you don't want to use um, Palafin on your team. It does slightly different things, has the fairy coverage. Uh, one thing that you didn't mention that I think is going to play in for Reg C is uh, it does get access to Perish Song. And Perish Trapping we did see Wolf Glick win with it um, in Orlando. I think that, again, your, the defensive ruins, um, their ability to mitigate damage is really good in Perish Trap, in my opinion, um, to be able to nerf the damage output that your opponent can put out in, like, the three Perish turns, or really the one turn, because you Perish, Protect, have a weird turn, and then Protect again. Having either Tinglu or Wochian, whichever one like fits you in that mode more, is going mm-hmm. to make Perish trapping a lot easier. So like I could see like a like I know I think Neil v, Neil uh, brought up like a uh, Flutter Goth um, Tinglu Wochian, and I could see Azumarill being like the fifth Pokemon having huge power to like really like put out some damage, but also being the secondary. Um, Perish Setter, it's... I could see that being, like, another role it could have in the format that it didn't have 
uh, in series one or two. Fun fact: uh, Terra Fairy Player Up deals seventy-seven to ninety-one percent to max HP for Defense Tinglu. <laughs> that is so much damage. Oh, I know. Like that is a ton for something that has base fifty attack that needs huge power to do that. The fact that you can just put it in range to pick up a KO on it pretty easily with this Pokemon is 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 it gets the nod. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Alright. So I think my turn again. Yep. Um, yep. This is a callback to our uh, January video again. Um, <laughs> but my pick is Slytherin. Ooh. And, um... Dude. <laughs> love to see it. You love yeah. to see it. It's... It's kind of insane. If, like, you just look at it, it's, like, middling bulky. It's a physical attacker. It gets a ton of, like, hiding and bug coverage. Oh, the coverage on Slitherwing is insane. Like, I, I preach this every time someone wants to talk about Slitherwing. It's like, you just don't play it as protosynthesis outside of attack. Like, if you're going to play for protosynthesis, make sure you get your attack boost worry about your speed and stuff later this thing's coverage yep. is so deep it'll take care of whatever you put in front of it most of the time right and with the ruin mods being what they are i think your biggest worry is uh just right off the bat she you but it my first impression yeah first impression it's just i'm interested it's... in this it's too good. I think it's too good. You could just terrifier it, terror water it, terror whatever it, and it's gonna be good. You know, it's just gonna be very good. So I know like, you're saying terror whatever. Um, when I was doing my ladder, my ladder run this past month, um, I will say this was probably the toughest like Ultra Ball run I ever had. It took me like 25 games or so to get from Ultra Ball to Master Ball, and that usually does not happen. Uh, I, I was in a bit of a funk. Um, I did face a Slitherwing team, and so I go up and lead against the Slither, Slitherwing. I'm like, okay, this this doesn't look that scary. I should be able to handle it with my team. And um, I forgot what team I was using then. Uh, regardless of what it did, um, it was like Slitherwing Fluttermane lead against whatever I had. And my opponent projected the Fluttermane, and I'm like, okay. And then the Slitherwing went Terror Ground and used Earthquake. Because Slitherwing gets Earthquake. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't know, like, I, I don't know if it was Boost. I can't remember if it was, like, Booster Energy or Choice Band. Whatever it was, I had no Pokemon on the field after that turn. And I proceeded to lose the next turn when my opponent did the same exact thing. Or, like, they switched a Flying type in and pressed Earthquake again. And like I was like, I'm not even mad. Like that, that was impressive. Yeah, like, it was. I saw Terra Ground. I'm like, wait a second, what's? Because it's like, <laughs> like I know we talked about all the moves it gets, and then two months later, you, you just forget because you don't really see it. Um, mm -hmm. in my opinion, any Pokemon that has a really strong physical, um, priority move is going to be good this format because Shampao is good, and like I don't know if you pulled up that um impression calc uh carl but i have in front of me yeah like what is it without uh swords of ruin so 
without Swords of Ruin, if you like whatever your item is, if you're carrying Life Orb, you 100% of the time uh, Oko Chi you. <laughs> and then I think if you throw the if Swords you, of Ruin on If you on. throw Swords of Ruin on there uh, and remove the item, you will Oko Chi you. <laughs> Every time. Perfection. Yeah, no, it, it's again, like, initially I thought it was going to be a, a staple on rain teams. I was wrong there. Um, but I do think it's going to just be a general, like, good coverage bond. Um, to see bug and fighting, two types that we haven't really seen a lot of, like, are now viable types because of um, everything's going to be based around these ruined Pokemon. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Solid. I love it. <laughs> it looks good. It looks good and everything. I'm, I'm excited to see if Flutterman does. Does I don't even care if it does well. I just hope it sees more usage. Slytherin. Yeah. I, I would like to see Slytherin. Yeah, yeah. No, Flutterman's going to see more than that. Uh, Flutterman might see. Flutterman's going to see so yeah. much usage anyway. It's no one cares about that. Right. No one cares about Flutterman. Slytherin. <laughs> Flutterman saw more usage. It would call itself Incineroar. I was about to say. Like, if, It'd be Togekiss levels of usage. Yeah. So I'm oh, not man. sure. Oh, do you have anything Sorry, to say? go ahead. I'm, no, no, no. I'm just excited about Slytherin. I'm not sure which <laughs> one I'm going to pick for my last. Because I have two. Um, you can talk about both of them. It's fine. I was going to say, Carl, do you yeah. have Tauros? No. Okay, I thought I'm not going to go three for three. I'm going to talk about Tauros. That's what I thought it was. That, that was one I thought of, too. Yeah. So I'm going to just, I think in general, both forms. Um, so Tauros is a role of the Intimidator uh, that can hit the Ruin Pokemon with your close combats. And that is good. And it's a different form of Arcanine. Uh, we've seen, again, in, in Series 1, how good Tauros can be. We mostly saw the Aqua Breed um, doing well. Uh, referring back to Series 0... Uh, Gyarados was actually a commonly used Pokemon in those uh, those Tinglu balance cores, so Tinglu, Gyarados, Ark, and Amoongus. I don't think we're going to see as much Gyarados um, in Regulation C compared to Series Zero, but uh, Aqua Breed, uh, Paldean Tauros can fill that role of being your water type intimidator that threatens the uh, ruined Pokemon with close combat to force them to um terra blaze breed i think will be the better version um the fire typing just generally is a better defensive typing into these ruined pokemon you're able to um you while you are weak to ting lu um you're able to burn it with will-o-wisp in order to neuter it you can also burn um chen pao if you decide not to just blow it up with either Raging Bull or Close Combat beforehand. Uh, initially, again, Chris and I looked at this Pokemon, uh, specifically Bra Blaze Breed, as the, as the Arcanine replacement. Uh, one of the big differences on why you would run, um, why you would go with Arcanine over Blaze Breed uh, Tauros is the special defense. Um, 80 points compared to 70. So Arcanine having 80, Blaze Breed having 70, along with Arcanine having 15 more points of HP than uh, Tauros. And that 
special bulk does matter um, because of the fact that even though you're a fire type and moon blast is only going to be neutral into you from a flutter main, it's still going to hurt a lot more than your Arcanine taking it. And an Arcanine, of course, having extreme speed compared, you're going with ex getting extreme speed and snarl compared to um, having close combat. But still, I think it's going to be a Pokemon that is going to see a lot more usage compared to what we've been seeing in Series 2. And there will be... I wouldn't be shocked if we find um, team compositions where, whether it's Aqua Breed or Blaze Breed Tauros, are going to be better picks for your team's Intimidator than Arcanine. I like Aqua Breed a lot, just because you have access to priority Aqua Jet with the Aqua Breed. Whereas fire doesn't really have that priority move. Um, but that's just like my personal preference in that situation. I think I'd give up priority for Will-O-Wisp. It, it depends honest. on what your team needs, right? That's yeah. what I was supposed to say. It does depend on the team needs. And you are, yeah. uh, you are, let me see if I'm, I, I'm not going to say this without uh, checking. You are five points faster than Arcanine as well. So you do have a slightly faster Will-O-Wisp, your base 100 compared to base 95. So you do have that little bit of an extra speed there as well. Um, but again, it's that that lack of bulk, specifically on the special side, is going to be like one of the reasons why you might go with Arcanine over Poros. Again, talking with Chris through his testing, that was like the big thing that he noted where there were certain hits that Arcanine would live, but your Tauros wouldn't. Uh, it doesn't mean it's not as good as Arcanine, but it might just, again, be the team composition that we were using. It, Arcanine would be better regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Looking at Aquajet damage into Chi Yu specifically, uh, Aquajet is 64 to 75% of its HP. So if you probably either slap a Swords of Ruin next to this, or you go Terra Water, you're probably... you have a good chance of picking up that Oko there. Just food for thought. You also are speed tied with Chiyu if you're playing Aqua no. Breed. So oh, that's you, you could just Raging Bull if they're not Scarf <laughs> and try to win the speed tie. Yeah. If that's something you're interested in. Coin flip. I mean, you, you don't. Yeah, you don't die to Chiyu, do you? Um, you could probably not afford to take a Dark Pulse if you tear in front of it. Yeah. Okay. Not a bad. It, it'd be a oh, good Chi yeah. check. That'd be about. That'd be about all you really wanted to do is like. Yeah. Water breeds a good chi you check. Um, I think Terra, I think the fire breed has the same problem because they both think, resist dark and fire. So I think you want to like solid check for any ruin mod on your team. So yeah, let's see here. Yeah, the, the damage doesn't change. So whether you're Terra, whether you're Tauros fire or Tauros water, um, it will just determine on how you're hitting it. Okay. My last Pokemon is now Carter's favorite Pokemon to play because 
it was his hate, most hated Pokemon in Sword and Shield, uh, Grimmsnarl, is <laughs> on my list of Pokemon that will probably see a comeback because what's better than Living Hits is Living Hits reliably with screens. As we oh, lose yeah. Row, I don't know where he went. My computer's about to die. One minute. Ah, he's just plugging it in. Well, why he's doing that? Uh, Grimstarl obviously prankster screens is very very powerful. Uh, funnily enough, this is a dark and fairy type, so we resist a lot of the dark coverage that would be coming out from the ruinous Pokemon. Cool. Uh, but like I said, the main role you're wanting this thing to be doing is reducing the amount of damage that you're going to be taking from these hyper offensive ruinous Pokemon in the form of Chienpao and Chiyu. Uh, with light screen and reflect respectively means that outside of extreme speed Dragonite, you don't have to really worry about too terribly much. Um, which that's something easy that you can calc for for your Grimmsnarl just to make sure that you're going to live that hit. Uh, beyond like that. that, you have fairy coverage for all of the Ruinous Pokemon in the form of Spirit Break. Um, very, very powerful fairy-type move for Grimmsnarl. Um, you also have um, Fake Out, which can be good, if depending on the format. Uh, funnily enough, I don't know why all the Pokemon get access to Chilling Water, but they do. Grimmsnarl has access to Chilling Water. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, I was going to say it's like, well, they gave Skull to everything last generation, and this Chilling Water is like the the price right version of it. But yeah, yeah I, I don't <laughs> understand. It's a little weird. So this means that you have access to two moves that can lower an offensive stat, whether it be Chilling Water or Spirit Break, depending on what you need at the time, because you're not going to want to be clicking Thunder Wave into all these ruinous Pokemon. Okay. Hear me out. Okay. <laughs> Pranksters, like, party shop prankster in a ruined format. Because eh, of the dark types. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's whatever. But hear me out. It gets bulk up. Okay? Yep, you could do bulk up. You could do these really cool niche, like, sets of, like, bulk up or nasty plot. But it has, like, a. 120 base attack, which is insane for what's for a regarded as Pokemon. <laughs> um, yeah, what's regarded as a support Pokemon. People like so people like, don't, and that was like something from like even like Gen 8 where yeah, it's definitely like oh the Grimmsnarl is out, it's not doing that much damage. No, even if it has like just a little investment, uh, I think it was the. Grim I ran in Sakakis, like I put like a, a little bit of extra. I only put like thirty six points of attack into it, but I was able to like sucker punch a Kyogre, and it would hit so hard where the sucker punch Kyogre could not return a KO with me with without screens being up. So like no screens, its water spout couldn't knock me out if I sucker punched it. I was doing like forty percent, and like. That's a lot of damage. It's not like like Kyogre. That's a bulky Pokemon, and that mm -hmm. was with minimal attack investment. Like what Manny was just saying, if you have it bulk up, like uh, Sucker Punch and Spirit Break can break through a lot of Pokemon. And that's that's just like a very niche kind of thing. Like nobody in their right mind is going to be that unhinged to run bulk <laughs> up 
You say that, but I'm like, building the set right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's but a if you like dive unhinged. <laughs> if you run it Boca and just one is enough. Because 120 base attack is crazy. And um like a spirit break into uh the uh I keep forgetting what they're called. Ruin mons. There's just gonna be insane. The anti I even think it gets it gets brick break itself as well. Uh brick and drain, break, drain punch, um Drain Punch would probably be better. Leech life. So like, I'm trying to go through all the physical moves because I, I know like I talk about this all the time for specifically Grimmsnarl because it has a super cool move pool. It's just you never see it <laughs> because everyone's playing yeah. prankster. <laughs> well, because the support move pool is also super cool and like does a lot. Everything about Grimmsnarl has been great from the beginning. So like just doing these really out of whack or out of left field kind of sets. Mm -hmm. would be really really cool to see and it's like the i'm i'm upset i didn't think of it but it's like it is the main it's gonna be the main check for ruin months this entire series fun fact no matter what, we also get rain. low sweep Ooh. that's Ooh. interesting yuck it's gonna be insane Grimmsnarl would be crazy. I do think, though, like what we're talking about with the, with the bulk of this would definitely be more so a close team sheet Grim. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, with, with the open team sheets. And, and that's that to say, yeah. and, and I will also go and say this that is not um, to say that closed team sheets and open team sheets stop creativity. I think we've honestly seen, like, throughout this. Um, circuit so far, quite the opposite. Like we did see Iron Valiant do super oh, well in the We've seen yeah. Klefki, Klefki's like day two final OCIC. Um, who was was it? David Kotesh, who had that Belly Bolt team that made like top sixteen somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, I saw a Tinkaton made top thirty two at an event last week. Like there's been so many super unique Pokemon. Um, go and make. Um, like day twos and BUs. Heck, there was uh at Knoxville, there was that Obama Snow Camera team that like bubbled out of day two, I think, or like just made day two. Like Obama Snow Camera up. I think there's um there's gonna be somebody out there who's got a bigger brain than the three of us combined, who's gonna make something really crazy work. And I know um there's one guy uh. I only know him by his screen name, uh, Chef. Mm -hmm. And um, I know Cortex makes these really wild things. Cortex does. Well, I was work. thinking uh, David Kutesh, uh, Hamster Mania. Um, yeah, like these guys, these guys who make these really crazy things work will find something wild. And yeah. I really think, I honestly, now, like, I'm a, I'm excited for like Grimstar. There's going <laughs> to oh, be something crazy. Someone does outside of the support set. It's gonna surprise the heck out of everybody if somebody just does it. You know. Yeah. I do know with the support set, um, in series zero, Joe UX nine was running a lot. I think he was using, um, a balanced team based around Grim. 
and was getting a lot of good results. I think he like won a couple Nino tours or something with it. Mm -hmm. Um, so like that we do have that proof of concept of Grimmsnarl being a good Pokemon when ruins are available. Um, also, again, just to throw this, uh, the, the, the VGC uh, fear-mongering hype train, when it was leaked that Grimm was getting parting shot, everyone thought the game was ruined, <laughs> and that Grimm was going to be Incineroar on steroids, it was going yeah. to be like buried yeah. in 2003, um, <laughs> and now we're talking about it and saying, hey, maybe this Pokemon can see a little more usage. <laughs> it, it struggled, yeah. essentially, because the format wasn't as strong as everyone thought we were going to start out with. Mm. And now that we're reaching that point, Grimstar is definitely going to see a whole lot more play. I yeah. do think one of the differences between Series 0 and now, again, is Goldengo. Um, people didn't know Goldengo was as good as it, as it is. Um, when they were... like, It really wasn't until like the first, or I think it was like the second... Like limit, I think it was like a big limitless tour or something where we really got to see Goldango pop off, and Goldango is really the threat that's keeping Grimmsnarl down because of its Steel type weakness. You're being forced to Terra in order to not immediately die to um, Goldango, so that could be the one uh, nail and like little like thing that's going to stop it from really taking off. I think that's why we've honestly seen Klefki, another Pokemon that we never saw, um, what we haven't seen since probably like Gen 6, um, take off because it resists, um, or at least is neutral it's into neutral Make It Rain. And uh, so you get your... Get it my that my other hot take for Regulation C, Goldango's going to be useless. <laughs> that is hot. Uh, that is, that is I, I will tell you for free the fact that you're like make it rains not that going to be that great into Ting Lu or you can't really outspeed Chi Yu and you're kind of just like staring down Chin Pao just going to get bopped by whatever the Dragonite's carrying uh, you're, you're definitely even if it's a slower format those Pokemon are all, like, all the ruinous Pokemon that are, you're scared of are going to be able to deal significant damage to you. And you're not going to be able to hit them back for significant damage. Because they either resist you on the Steel side, they all resist you on the Ghost side, and none of them are weak to any of your other real powerful coverage outside of Dazzling Gleam. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I'm not, like opposed to that idea but that is kind of a hot take i i, Goldango has I think goldango kind of is gonna fall off hard into regulation c Gold, goldango has been like the i think the killer or like in almost are these two last two formats it's just been like a staple like yeah, you don't you don't have to run it yeah you don't have to run it like fast you can so run it bulky now. Water. Yeah, you can run it with a defensive terror like water, and it'd still be really good. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of it's kind of crazy, but really I'm not opposed to it falling off. Oh yeah, no, we, we'd also, all be very happy if it fell off. <laughs> yeah, I'm also like, I don't think it's gonna go anywhere. It's just really honestly too good. It's like Fluttermane, like it's just too good. 
no matter where it's at or what team it's on. So I think what's going to happen is that Goldengo is going to fall off out of the top 12 and Annihilate is going to take his place <laughs> at the next ghost tonight. Speak it into existence, guys. Just speak yes. it into existence. Manifest it. <laughs> exactly. I want to see some calcs real quick for Goldengo. <coughs> it's just I know you have one more Pokemon, bro, if you want to. He's a lot, yeah. So one of them, I mean, this was, again, just a, a general Pokemon I think could do well. Um, Backscalibur is just one of those Pokemon that people like. It's always good until we forget it's good, and then it's good again. It's one, it's one, two regionals, and it's still somehow like falls under the radar for people. Um, your Icicle Crash is able to, your Icicle Crash is able to two hit KO, um, two fifty two for uh, Ting Lu, which is really good, and that's if you aren't Terraing. So being able to two-hit KO Ting Lu, which is a Pokemon that is literally just able to sit there and take hits, is really great for teams um, to be able to to, to be able to break that po through that Pokemon. Because um, as as we've made it very apparent in this episode, um, Ting Lu is going to be like the problem Pokemon for a lot of different teams. So um, Baxcalibur can be the Pokemon you slap on to help break through your problem. And in general, just Glaive Rush is a stupid attack that does way too much damage, and its drawback honestly isn't even that bad. A safe protect is fine as long as you know that your opponent is able to double into the slot next to it. You're still able to play around that because you know that that's going to happen. And I do believe that I don't know if it's a glitch or just a feature of attack in the game. Where if you use an attack, if you get an attack off before Glaive Rush, it resets it. So I think it's like if you go Glaive Rush Ice Shard, then the downside of Glaive Rush just disappears. I don't. I think that's still yeah. That, yeah that's that's, that's how that works. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. So that's I thing. think that's still in the game. I think that's just how it's designed. It wasn't like a glitch or anything. I think it's still in the game. And again, like being able to do that, where let's just say your opponent does double into the slot next to your uh, Backscalibur, trying to predict your protect and to punish that, you can protect that slot and then get off an Ice Shard or heck, get off another Glaive Rush. Do a lot more damage. Um, there's a lot of amazing Terra types for it as well. We've seen Terra Poison uh, do really Terra Poison. Do really well. That one um, that was on Gavin Michaels's regional winning team. Um, we've seen Terra Ground recently do super well. I believe Cybertron had it on his top four Vancouver team, uh, using um, Earthquake as the coverage move to go with your Terra type. Or you can even go with the Terra Ground, uh, Terra Blast, um, Terra Electric for Terra Electric Terra for an Electric type Terra Blast. Even just dragon or ice for just more damage on your um, initial stabs. It's a Pokemon that is very malleable and I feel will be able to fit its way into the meta in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's a new, unique Terra type that we haven't tested before or just going Terra ice and blowing up Tinglu's left and right. Yeah. So, fun fact. Uh, make it rain from Goldengo. So I, I did everything in my power just to see how much damage this thing will do to Ting Lu. 
uh, at best, you're a four-hit KO with Make It Rain into Ting Lu. Dang. At best. You can have plus two after a nasty pot. At plus two, your first one's going to deal 65 to 76. Your second one's going to be able to deal uh, 48 to 57. But that's, that's all if, we need. But that's if you all don't need, get baby. bodied by the body press. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could just stay. If that's Terra Steel? That's Terra Steel. Oh. Uh, if, if you don't Terra Steel, you do a lot less damage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Terra Steel, uh, you're at best a two-hit KO. Okay. Mm. Which, it's not even a guaranteed two-hit KO. Right. So then the next one's not going to get you, not going to get it there, because you lose one from Make It Rain, and so on and so forth. And this is with choice specs, too, so you can't even nasty block. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, I, uh, Gold Gold Dango is gonna have to do some adaptations if it wants to survive this format. So it'll be interesting to see what it does going forward. Maybe if it does like water terror type. I was about to say that's about the only thing you're like you're not gonna get like blast. threatened. Yeah, it's what like terror blast. Let's yeah, see. Terror water terror blast. Terror water terror blast. Gold Dango. Come on, Goldie. Come on, Goldie. Go <laughs> bud. We'll pick. We'll just go with the specs modest set, just because it's a little bit easier to get that off. Yeah. Uh, go to water. Find the water. Click water. So into two fifty two HP, two fifty two special defense. Careful, Ting Lu. Terra blast with choice specs deals fifty four to sixty four percent. There we go. That's enough. That's enough. That'll convince me. Usage pick up. That'll be top 10. Top 10. Just don't get hit top by Fisher. Just don't get yeah, hit by yeah. Fisher. I, I mean, you can do that with everything. What's nuts with Fisher, though, is how well it works with Stomping Tantrum as well. Oh, I know. Fissure, you're getting, was it? Uh, 150 tantrum. base power Stomping Tantrum. I thought it was 140. Yeah, so, and like Ting Lu has a relatively good uh, base attack, if I'm not mistaken. I'm uh, it's up. 110. So, like, base 110, you got the stab. Um, you call it like that Grim Snarl sort of thing where it's like, okay, you aren't thinking, oh, this thing's going to hit me hard. And then all of a sudden, it, it bops you for a good bit of damage. Yeah. Uh, into the Terra Water Goldango Zero Attack Ting Lu does fifty eight to sixty nine percent with the with the with the boost stopping tantrum. Mercy. Yeah. And don't even get me started on Chi Yu. <laughs> it nothing on Chi Yu looked good for it, so I'm just like I'm just gonna look at Ting Lu because that's one that actually like you might be able to fight. <laughs> Because because of the way Chi Yu works, even if you tear a water in front of it, the Dark Pulse is still going to take you out. Yeah, yeah. That's like that. That's the worst part of it is you can tear away from the Fire type weakness, and the Dark type coverage is just going to pop you. 
So you can never really safely sit in front of that thing. If. But yeah. Top 10. Top 10. It'll probably still see play, but it's not going to see as much as it is now. Well, then it's top 10. Uh, stick it lose its top 10 spots when I lay <laughs> different ghost type nah what you want yeah. is it loses the top 10 spot to mimic hero that's what you want I mean that, well that that's, that is what yeah, I that want. Is what you want I'm talking just straight up like me being on brand the only Pokemon that are going to be in the top 10 are ice types and mimic and like I'll be able to legally hack Mamo swine into the game before the DLC comes out <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got a lot of DLC news Getting ready to probably come out here soon. Home should be coming out. Home integration should be starting up here soon. Yeah, I think home should be soon. I, I actually, and this is a, another hottish take. I don't, I'm not sure what our world's format is. I don't think it's going to be with the uh, home integration. I think we aren't going to get the all of like the home like integration Pokemon, like the Hisuian forms. I don't think we get those until uh, September. Doesn't this format run until like June? Yeah, so it, it oh, only so and this is the weird thing. So June thirtieth is the last day of Regulation C, and that's also day one of NAIC. So yeah, so, uh, there'll be there'll be uh, Regulation C throughout NAIC. Yeah. So NAIC. Yeah. And then, whatever. Um, sorry. Whatever, whatever day one is, that's what the. Rest of the format will be. Yeah. yeah. Like the thing is, so it's like after um yeah, after uh, NAIC, the only tournament they have is Worlds. The Worlds format is going to be a brand new format, unless they just extend out the regulation C rule set and play Worlds in Reg C. I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up being the case. I wouldn't either, and I think that would like ought to be quite honest. Like, if they just even timed it slightly better where you just added an extra month to Series 1 and Series 2, where you still got Reg C for NAIC Worlds and made that the final format, I think that would have been good. Some people have said that the Paldean Prologue format is going to be the Regulation D, which I think would be an awful idea because that would just turn every single team into either... A here's my Maridon plus bundle. Maridon here's my Coridon plus Fluttermane. Plus, yeah. <laughs> Both have icy wind. Go get them. <laughs> yeah. Don't. I don't see that happening. Or at least I. Or at least I hope it doesn't happen. Like that. That's what I expect that format to be. Is like here's all my speed control with based on my restricted that I picked. Hmm. Have fun. Yeah. The Coridon's bad. Yeah, Coridon is not that great. Yeah, Coridon. It's a hot take either. Yeah, Coridon just Karidon. isn't that great. Yeah, yeah the shiny's Karidon. really cool. I like the shiny a lot. Yeah. No, Coridon like is not it's threatened. Just cool. Yeah, like Coridon just kind of loses to Maridon, and yeah, yeah, That's just... the even thing. It, it, everything's going to turn into Maridon Mirror. I know for Paldean Prologue, the big thing was a lot of people were playing. Terra Fairy, Dazzling Gleam, Maridon solely to beat the other Maridons and of course just immediately defeat a, uh, be able to take out Coridon. 
Oh, well, yeah. let's just hope that doesn't happen. And even if it does, and it's let's hope that that is only played for Worlds because uh, I don't think any of us are going to Worlds, or at least you know Carl and I aren't. Yeah, I don't plan on. Uh, I don't know yet. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, weddings are expensive, and uh, I going to Japan is not in the budget. <laughs> Japan would be really cool to go to. I know my girlfriend uh, likes Japan. I would, I, I would I, say I, if you could afford to go, it'd be a cool experience for sure. She's, she's mentioned it a few times to going there anyway. Pokemon Center would be cool to see. And yeah, that's the thing. I, I would love to see that. Um, I think they have Mario World or something. A Mario World opened up domestically. It's in California. Mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> I was yeah. say, Poppy, Poppy's making Ooh, a trip to California. Florida, huh? <laughs> yeah. so I've, I've I already friends... asked Mandalix. There, there is another regional in Fresno. How about to say there is a regional in Fresno? Yeah, there there is a regional Fresno. Yeah. Oh. So there you go, Poppy. There's, there's your opportunity. Interesting. Interesting. I think Fresno oh. is very far from where it is. Let me see. Uh... Let's be real here. You don't want to go to Fresno anyway. <laughs> oh God, no. Anyone <laughs> who lives in Fresno who listens to the podcast, um. We're not sorry, but we're sorry for you. <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, we're sorry for you. <laughs> okay. With that, I think that's a wrap on 159. Yeah. I appreciate oh, it. Y'all, kind of last minute here, Carter's um, out for a while. I don't I mean, know when Car- he'll be Carter's back. Carter's having a moment right now. Carter's yeah. having a moment. I don't know when he'll be back. He might be back next week. He might not be. Depends on how things go. This yeah. this episode almost didn't even happen because I was about to be laid up in bed for another day and a half, probably. So, oh no, that is our dedication for you guys. One hundred fifty nine <laughs> weeks straight. Yep, yep. Still going. Still going. Still going strong. But that's gonna be a wrap on episode one fifty nine. Thank you all for listening and taking time out of your day to hang out with us and. If you like what you listen to make sure to do all the fun youtube stuff for us if you're watching on youtube like comment subscribe it helps us out a ton make sure to go check out the podcast over on anchor spotify for podcasters whatever they call it now they changed all of the stuff on that side of the platform because spotify finally finished the acquisition of anchor so i'm going to be calling it anchor for a hot minute still until i get used to saying spotify for podcasters so bear with me on that um Make sure to go check out ourselves on Twitter at LR Lessons, myself at Musical VGC. If you want to go check out Carter, he's at Mr. Missouri Twenty Five. Uh, where can the bo- everybody find you at, boys? Manny, you go first. I'm about to say, oh. one of you go. Um, just Twitter uh, at Poppy Cantan, uh, and that's really it. Or Discord, same thing. Uh, yeah. You can find me at RoeVGC. You can find me on Discord, mostly the Little Root Lessons um, server. You can also find me at at LR Lessons on Twitter. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which, yeah, uh, like my tweets, make my job easier. I was to say, make his job easier, everyone. Like, go like the tweets from... tweet myself i know you're reading them because whenever i post anything about the rumbles i just get a ton of people in here um and so for all the rumble folks um hope you stick around listen to our stuff like more of my things exactly cute yeah but yeah 
that's going to be it. Have a wonderful right. week, and we'll see y'all next time. Bye, everyone. Have a great week, everyone. Bye, guys.